Welcome to the podcast, On Board, Navigating Corporate and Clinical Trial Travel with EQ Travel Management. EQ with experts in corporate travel, delivering integrity, intelligence, and innovation. I'm Jordan Rich with the CEO of EQ Travel, Frank Jeffrey. One thing we haven't really talked a lot about is cost, and people are, needless to say, thinking about costs and cost savings, but they're also thinking, uh, does this company, EQ, only handle the big boys, only handle the huge corporate uh, junkets? No, we are very fortunate that we have an extremely loyal client base. Um, Over many years now, we've had individuals who have left larger companies or their company has been bought over. and then they'll land somewhere else. And when they land somewhere else, they tend to come back again. And that gives us quite a varied client base in that we have some kind of household name established companies, but we also have clients who are startup companies. And some of those startup guys might be our clients for the fifth or sixth time. Mm. And they are the absolute bread and butter. You know, they are the most loyal client. And as we've said in earlier episodes, there are people who would request a more economic package as opposed to a, say, first class package. And you're you're there to accommodate. We're there to actually drive the cost down of the travel program, irrespective of the size of your company. Mm. Um, you know, you pay us the same amount of money, no matter how much you spend on the actual plane tickets. So if we can sell you 100 tickets at $100, you're going to be happier than if we sell you 100 tickets at $500. Mm. And from our point of view, because we don't hide anything, our fees are out there, it's all very transparent, it is in our interest to drive your actual cost down. Yeah, well, that makes uh, a lot of HR people and uh, planning and corporate offices very happy. Now, you told me, too, that you you work with a lot of the C-suite people from some of the bigger companies. These are the the folks who have to be there at a particular time at a particular place and uh, they require assistance and this is a good part of your business. Yeah, we have a reputation for um, being able to get things done well, quickly, efficiently. So we have um, some clients who they give their, you know, their senior teams to us to look after. Um, the other 10,000 employees might go online and do their own thing with another company. Um, but the people who need the high touch service are sent to us quite often. We were talking too about just saving clients money and being practical. Uh, for instance, people arrive at an airport from different locations and there are six different wagons to take them to their hotels, plural. And sometimes there's a better way to do it. Absolutely. If we if we manage that and we know that you're, you're, you're going off to an event, you're going to meet a client, those individuals might be traveling from different home airports but we'll try and have them arrive within 30 minutes of each other or as close as we can possibly manage so that we can look at the ground transportation costs. You know, do we rent two cars instead of using six car services? Um, Are you all staying in the same place? Does that place, if you're going to a conference, you know, does it, is it part of the actual conference center? Does it have a shuttle? So we look at the, you know, the whole trip, you know, the, the purpose of the trip and how much traveling you're going to do once you actually get there. And as we said, this relieves the company personnel of having to do this or trying to find out the answers, which can take a lot of extra time and cost some additional money. Yeah, absolutely. And there are savings, you know, um, if you travel to Houston, for example, and you're visiting somewhere in the medical center, most of those properties have shuttles to run you around. So you maybe don't need to be dealing with you know, that traffic, you can just Uber from the airport to your hotel, 
and once you're there, you're going to get to the site comfortably. So it's just applying a degree of common sense to... Let's talk a little bit about the kinds of companies that you work with, and then I want to follow up with the clinical trial issues. Industry sector-wise, I would say techs are biggest, mm-hmm. uh, pharma seconds, and then a real mix. Everybody and anybody that you can think, you know, we're, we're not... Um, we're not kind of focused on a specific industry. We're more focused on what we can do to help the people who work in that industry. What about Super Bowls and uh, Masters golf tournaments and things like that? A lot of business people want to get together and do that kind of thing, an event-driven thing. Yeah, and we do that quite often, you know, going back to the incentives we talked about. Yes. That kind of thing can be yes. part of an incentive, um, also part of, you know, a, a meeting. So a, a meeting can take place, you know, the Masters could be done you know, on the back of that meeting. So there's a, a whole way of um, ways to organize travel and different types of travel to organize. If you're the kind of organization that can wrangle tickets to an event like that, that's generally impossible to get, then your stock has just gone up big time, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's surprising just how, how accessible things do actually become and yeah. it's what you do for a living. Absolutely. You mentioned pharma and that's where the critical trial plans come into place. You're one of the few companies in the world that does it and does it so well. Tell me a bit about some of the kinds of pharma companies we're dealing with here and where they're from. Um, really from all over the world. Um, uh, drug trials of, uh, of all types, um, some rare disease uh, trials, pediatric trials, you know, every, every trial like every client is different. Um, so again, once we read the study protocol, which is something we ask at the beginning, just what we then do is we look at the science, if you like, and we're not scientists, but we add value to the pharma because with our non-scientific eyes, we can actually humanize the study. Um, the protocol is, you know, quite a scary looking document and we have to translate that document into what is the true expectation on the individual that's taking part in the trial. And a visit a week, if you're flying to that trial, could actually be two or three days away from home. So the the science looks to one day and the practical could maybe be three and that's where we step in and ask those questions. Good deal of empathy then for the for the people traveling and, and an understanding of what they're going through. Yeah, absolutely. And what we do again with our clients is that once we've kind of um, laid out that expectation, when they're recruiting people to take part in the trial, they can then set out that same expectation so that once people join the trial, they don't drop off you know, after month one or month two because they didn't realise just how involved it was. So we do an awful lot of work at the beginning, setting the individuals up, the actual expectation, what they can expect, how much time they're going to give up. And then when they go into it, they go into it with their eyes open. And if I'm a pharma executive, I've got enough on my plate just paying for the research <laughs> or thinking about all the ramifications of what I'm doing. Uh, this is this takes the load, the burden off of them. Absolutely. So the services that we provide are what's called blinded. And that means that the pharma company at no point get to know who's taken part on the trial. So they're completely compliant with, you know, FDA um, legislation and so on. It, it's definitely something people take for granted. Yeah, I think so. When it's funny you chat to people and you say, you know, what kind of travel do you do? And you say, oh, we look after people on clinical trials and they just look at you like you're mad. And then you explain what's involved with, you know, desensitizing personal information, still having a very hands-on uh, service for the individual who's traveling, but keeping sure or making sure that the uh, company is completely compliant with all the 
uh, legislation around taking a drug to market. So it's about privacy and it's about confidentiality and safety and protection. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time today on your busy schedule. We appreciate it and uh, can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you. This has been On Board, Navigating Corporate and Clinical Trial Travel with EQ Travel Management, the podcast to take with you on your travels. Find out more at eqtravel.com and share news about this podcast with your friends and associates. From everyone at EQ Travel, be safe and be well.